There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode of Don't You Know Who I Am is brought to you by the Coopers Inn. Yes, during Melbourne Comedy Festival, they're returning the Coopers Inn, featuring a huge program of stand-up, live podcasts, and late-night special guest showcases. Acts include Brett Blake, Alex Ward, Sam Taunton, Tim Hewitt, and more. So use the promo code PODCAST for two-for-one tickets to Late Night Laughs every night of the festival. So, PODCAST. Tim Hewitt, who's running it, along with Brett Blake, Tommy, the promo code is PODCAST. If you put PODCAST in and it's not that, hit those boys up. Hey, everyone. Thanks for downloading this episode of Don't You Know Who I Am. This one was recorded live at Comedy Republic. Such a great venue. Make sure you head on down there and give it some of your patronage if you're living in Melbourne. And if you're visiting Melbourne, make sure it's on your things to do. That, laneways, get a coffee, Comedy Republic. Hey, uh, for those who are in Melbourne, I am doing my comedy festival shows. I've got two shows on sale. I had the podcast at the European Beer Cafe, 6 p.m. Sunday, starting March 28. I can tell you the lineup for the first show. So make sure you come along. The lineup is Nina Ayama, Andy Lee, Tommy Dasolo, Alex Ward. Alex, first time doing the live one. So it's going to be lots and lots of fun. So go to joshearl.com.au for tickets. They're $20 each or a season pass. $60. See all four shows. What a great what a great way to spend your Sunday evening and then head off into the night and see some other shows. Maybe the Cooper's in. And uh, also my show with Ben Lomas is on sale. That is apparently, it's called apparently, we've just been told that the venue's got bigger. So we were sitting at um, 40 seats. Now we're at 45. Who knows? By the time the festival's on, could be like 1,050. Who knows? Uh, so all the tickets are at joshell.com.au. So we're going right through starting uh, April 6th all the way through to April 18. No nights off. The show is an hour earlier on Sunday, so maybe you could do the double. So come and see this podcast, go get some din-dins, and then go and see me and Ben do some stand-up. That'll be a fun thing to do. Thanks, everyone, who's been uh, donating to the Patreon or donating, subscribing, you get stuff. It's not really a donation. You're paying for stuff. Hey, the top fives have been heaps of fun, putting them out every week. So uh, for those who don't know, you get a bonus podcast, a brand new podcast with a whole bunch of friends of the show, uh, and we talk about our top five of a different subject. So go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. While I'm thanking people, Huge thanks to everyone who's um, listened to the Willosophy episode that I did. So thanks to Will Anderson for having me on Willosophy. I... I I talked very openly, very honestly about stuff that's happened in my life. And if you want to go listen to it, go to Willosophy. Go to tofop.com, I think it is, and you can get all, all, all of it there. It's a great podcast, and Will's a great guy. That's all I need to say. Thank you for everyone who's been coming out, and thanks for everyone who continues to come out and support my shows. Means the world. Enjoy this episode with Lloyd Langford, Bella Green, Xavier Michaelides, and Kirsty Wiebeck. Who knows what? Because who knows why? Who knows why? Hey, my name is Josh Earl. Give us a round of applause if you... Is this your first time coming to a live podcast of mine? Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. The tradition is I wear, I wear a nice shirt. So what do you think? Uh, it's all right? It's a good one? It's all right? Standard. Okay. The one I... I, I chickened out of wearing one. There was one I put up on Insta and uh, everyone was like, oh, that's the best one. But it was too it was too satiny and I felt like I would start a fire walking up the <laughs> stairs. So I didn't... Hey, if this is your first time listening, what I do, I get... Uh, I, I go over the internet and I discover people who share my name. That's how I introduced the show. And this week I discovered I share my name with a New Zealand man who plays for his local cricket team, which is set in Poverty Bay. And I've got... <laughs> 2021, we can't be calling Towns Poverty Bay anymore. That seems <laughs> problematic. Also, he doesn't even play in the first. He's in the thirds. Come on. <laughs> the Poverty Bay thirds is the saddest sentence I've ever said. Anyway. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, what I do, I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet our first guest now. Our first guest, he shares his name with an American, American piping designer. Can you please, what well, was Lloyd Langford, everyone? <laughs> Hello, Lloyd. Hello. How are you? Good. I share my name with what? A piping designer. Oh, okay. Do you know what a piping designer is? Um, no. I can't imagine <laughs> they'd be... Like, uh, uh, like um, putting icing on a cake? Oh, I didn't think... I just thought pipes, like they went, yeah, just put a big hole in the middle of it and everything goes through that. I don't know much about piping, but you definitely don't want a big hole in it. I th it's the only thing you don't want in pipes. I, I mean, you want the main, obviously, the yeah, main... Yeah, that's what I was talking about, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise... The main tunnel. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a tube. <laughs> Wouldn't the tunnel... I was no more holes, no more holes after that. Unless, unless it, at it's the end. Yeah, at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you're just going to stick, a hollow stick. <laughs> you can put a, a, a hole in it if it's got a, um, a valve. <laughs> All right. Hey, our next guest. <laughs> our Th next guest shares her name with a sociologist at Lucas Films. Can you please welcome Bella Green, everyone? <laughs> hey, Bella. Hi. Why did I wear a short skirt to this event? I should. Yeah, sorry. I should have warned you that we're up on stools. Hey, do you know about this other Bella Green, who's a sociologist at Lucas Films? I do not, and I don't know what a sociologist would do at Lucas Films. Probably say. No more Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> Society did not like Jar Jar Binks. Sounds about correct. Do you, I've got a fact about Jar Jar Binks. Do you know my fact? Do you know sure. who was meant to play Jar Jar Binks? Th who was meant to be the voice of Jar Jar Binks? Does anyone know? I think, was it Eddie Murphy? No. <laughs> do you want to have a guess? I got nothing. Anyone want to have a guess? Who? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, yes, it was wow. Michael Jackson. Can you imagine Michael Jackson being Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> A less creepy Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the way George Lucas told Michael Jackson he wasn't going to be Michael uh, be Jar Jar Binks is he took the person who actually was Jar Jar Binks to his gig and they said, oh, so how do you know each other? And he said, oh, he's going to be playing Jar Jar Binks. And apparently Michael Jackson stopped talking in his like voice that we all know and went, oh, yeah, cool, all right, yeah, sweet, and <laughs> just went really deep. <laughs> and the person who plays Jar Jar Binks believes that Michael Jackson was putting on that voice and he actually talked normally. I want to know, why did he lose the gig? I don't know. Uh, you, you really need to um, yeah, Google Michael yeah. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had a lot of uh, baggage. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say when he said, this is the guy that's played Jar Jar Binks, Michael Jackson was going to go, me so angry. <laughs> Uh, you know this has been recorded. I wouldn't say that. I can just <laughs> cut that bit out. Hey, our next guest. When you type his name in, uh, into Google, the, pe the people also search for options are Xavier Comedian, just that, Xavier Comments, and Xavier Indian Comedian. Can you please welcome from Little Scamps, it's Xavier Michaelides. Thank you. Hello, Xavier. The only Xavier Michaelides in the world. I know. There can only be one. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. I don't want any more than this. Um, God, I want to do Michael Jackson doing Jar Jar Binks so bad. <laughs> I want to do it bad, but I'm not going to do it. No well, way. I, I, w I, wish, I wish I'd had that information. Yeah, 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 man. I learned from your mistake. It's like, you idiot. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, can you, can you do what George Lucas might have sounded like? <laughs> telling Michael Jackson he didn't have the gig. See, uh, this guy, he was going to play Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> hey, hey, Michael, you're going to play Jar Jar Binks, is that right? It's the worst impression. <laughs> without, without the costume, it's just me putting my head back a bit and talking a, a little bit American. We, um, we almost had an hour of it. Like, I know, you wanted me to do it for a whole hour. It would have been great, guys. <laughs> it would have been great. Sorry, keep going. And finally, finally is a comedian who, after a quick search on Trove, I found this morning... In, on December 11, 1994, the edition of Canberra Times stated that she finished third in the girls' under-12 triathlon with a time of 50 minutes and 21 seconds. Can you please welcome it's Kirsty Wiebeck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Still mate. a triathlete. Yeah. Still a triathlete. 
There are only three in the race. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually true. Um, and that's the first time I've uh, admitted that to myself or anyone else. <laughs> but I did get a medal anyway. Do you so remember the other two girls? Because I've got them here. Uh, As in behind this curtain. They're here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, speedy asshole one and speedy asshole two. <laughs> so, Clara, Clara Binksel, do you ever come across her in your travels? Yeah, hate her. Yep. Okay, she, she won. Uh, and then second, Emma Baker came oh. second. Typical. And, yep. and yeah. Classic, and you, classic Emma move. <laughs> classic. classic Emma Baker move. You were, you were third, so that's still yeah. good. Like, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. So I think I came in half an hour after them. But uh, yeah. 16 <laughs> minutes, that's fine. That's 16 minutes uh, after. That's time's a social construct. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jackson absolutely furious not to be selected for the race. <laughs> 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 All right, our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Me. What I'm going to do, I'm going to read out uh, tweets or Instagram posts from you four. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get right, a point to the person who actually wrote it if you get it incorrect. So you can't lose any points. And uh, oh, today, the winner of the game, I, I should point this out to the, li- to the listeners, gets 20 bucks. I've just got Whoa. 20 bucks here. <laughs> you have no idea how much I need that. There's, there's <laughs> There's never been a cash prize, so there you go. Whole freaking lobster, that is yeah. insane. And cash. <laughs> but there is $150 worth of cocaine on the north. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question one is this. The weirdest law in Australia is that every apartment building has to house one awful man who's obsessed with policing the bins. Xavier. Yes, Xavier. Is it Kirsty? You are correct. That was yes! Kirsty Weaver, yes. <laughs> that reeked of me. <laughs> I swear that you've talked to me about that in a car before. I swear <laughs> I've sat next to you and go, there's always that dude, sick of the bins, shitting me to tears. It really and I'm like, we've me. got like three hours to get to Carafa. This is going <laughs> to <laughs> By the end, I'm like, shirt front of you. There is a young man who lives in my block of flats that is obsessed with putting the bins out. Yeah. And he periodically sends a letter around to every other flat and says I'm the only person putting the bins out (laughs) (laughs) you guys need to step up and then I wake up early specifically on the day that the bins go out to do a good deed and the cunt's out there putting the bins (laughs) out (laughs) so so do you what time do the bins get collected in your unit they get collected like I don't know, maybe eleven a.m., ten a.m. Oh, that's late. See, mine go out at like six six o'clock in the morning. I hear them getting collected. So you got to put them out the night before. See, not mine. They go out like any time during the day, and it sucks. I've got heaps of stories like this. <laughs> <laughs> heaps. Two o'clock, three o'clock, and I'm there through the window going, "Jeez, oh, boys, that's pretty late. What you been up to? Late lunch, am I right?" <laughs> Bella, Bella, what day is bin night at your place? I don't know because <laughs> I'm the guy in my apartment block who never takes them out. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never lived in an apartment block. So you don't just take your own bin out. Is there just one for the entire apartment block? Mine's got a couple. Yeah, you got a few. Oh. We've, yeah. got, we've got communal bins. I'm learning bins. stuff today, guys. It's exciting. We've got communal bins, but there's not enough for every apartment block. But each one has a number on it. So there's only like five green and six recycling but 11 apartments and they've all got a number on them and contractors take them out and then you're meant to bring the one with your number in. But you're also not to assume ownership of that bin. Yeah. And I know that because I got a post-it note in capitals once. (laughs) (laughs) Saying you're to bring it in and it is not yours. (laughs) Also, Kirsty, is this how you thought you'd be celebrating Mardi Gras by explaining bins to me? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Take your bins out. <laughs> 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 All right, question two. Just saw two men in the CDL of Savers calling each other a fucking idiot and jostling for position. Melbourne, it's good to be back. Bella. Yes, Bella. Xavier? No, that was Lloyd Langford here. Point there for oh. Lloyd. Can I say, if I, if I know it's me... You can't I buzz in. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, you can. <laughs> <laughs> you can buzz in. But Lloyd, you don't get a point. Okay. Lloyd, that felt like a question that didn't need asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a lot of mistakes on this show. CDs. That's I love I love um, op shops and whatnot. Because you like jazz music. Yeah, I like all I like a lot of different music. And oh, I went. See the groans. Someone groaned. <laughs> 
Go fuck yourself. Um, they, they closed the big savers on Sydney Road in Brunswick yeah. during the lockdown for ages. And then the day it opened, I went in to look for CDs, obviously. And there were two men in the CD aisle. So I was like, I'll go like one aisle back in the, in the books and like look through a gap. Because <laughs> you don't want to freak them out. Yeah. <laughs> Give them the space, but stare at them through the books. No, just casually like have a look to see when the space was vacant. Mm. And then one of them crowded the other one and then they got into like, I thought he was going to, I thought it was going to um, turn into like a physical fight. But it, w- it was just a lot of heated words. Oh, so the other one was angry because of the social distancing. He was like, can you get out of my way, <sighs> mate? And he was like, I was here first. And he was I like, thought they just wanted some Dave Brubeck specials <laughs> or something like that. They were both fighting for the. I'm worried that we've gone too interesting too early. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> podcast of this run where we've talked about bins for like five minutes it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right next, next question <laughs> at what point do i stop lying to myself and put uber eats on my home screen lloyd <laughs> uh, i heard lloyd yes i'll guess bella you are correct it was bella yeah point there for lloyd yeah i have two apps that i lie to myself about and that's uber eats and tinder they're <laughs> <laughs> very much used and they're still hidden away not on the home screen <laughs> So I'm currently not, I don't have Twitter on my phone. So when I go into it, I've got to go into Google and it feels so dirty. So I just don't do it. It's great. So I, I recommend doing that, but you can't really do that with Uber Eats, can you? No, you can't. You All just right. keep doing it and feel more and more ashamed and dirty. And the bags pile up next to your bin. Then <laughs> <laughs> you don't take your bins out. Yeah, yeah. you got a problem. <laughs> Question four. The Supreme Court implies the existence of the pepperoni court and the margarita court. <laughs> Bella. Yes, Bella. Is it Xavier, finally? No, it's Kirsty Weebeck. Oh. Put that for Kirsty. And they've got a great laugh. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank I, you I can edit it out of the record, and you can use it in the, in the set if you yeah. want. Like, yeah. <laughs> so what are you going to say? I'll say thanks for streaming with me, because it's really funny. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> if, if it's more my joke, if it feels like someone thinks it's my joke, Kirsty. Yeah. So <laughs> technically I'll it's mine now. I'll delete it, and you can post yeah, it. I post it, because someone thought it was me. So... <laughs> All right, question five. Bring back the Magnum 69. Kirsty. <laughs> yes, Kirsty. Is that Xavier? That is Xavier, yeah. Yes. Not as funny as the previous one, but um, a <laughs> little laugh of recognition. Does everyone remember the, the Magnum 60s series? And there was, was it nine in the series? There was nine, all based on different things from the 60s. You had Jamie Hendrix <laughs> and John Lemon. <laughs> it was fucking nuts, man. Like... <laughs> Is this someone ma- got something through someone like everyone must have like had a board meeting and so like, I'm gonna do the Magnum 60 sign like yeah fucking just do it who gives a shit and then it came out like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> nine flavors all based on the 60s like <laughs> insane Magnum you oh, I was I was just double checking it was Magnum the ice cream yeah. run <laughs> um, I, I guess uh, Jami sort of I was with you. <laughs> All right, next question. I just bought a new house. Are you jealous, Craig? (laughs) (laughs) This is a very specific Melbourne-only joke. (laughs) Does anyone want to guess? Bella. Yes, Bella. Is it Lloyd? No, that is Xavier (laughs) (laughs) McLean. Do you know what? I was so nervous that was mine. (laughs) And I was like, why would I have written that? But for months, every time I see Jealous Craig, I always look at him and go, Jealous Craig? Like, in my mind, they were like two real estate agents and one was called Craig and then they split up and now every time he puts up a house, he's like, Jealous Craig, I'm doing well. Like, <laughs> this whole backstory, it makes, it's funnier if you know the story. It made me sweat, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next question, question seven. Do you think I can fit in a Maz while I'm on hold with Ikea? Lloyd. <laughs> yes, Lloyd. Um, Xavier. No, that was Bella Green there. Point there for Bella, yeah. That's very on brand for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've also got the Ikea boxes piling up next to the Uber Eats boxes. <laughs> Dave, does, Dave doesn't ask the public, he just has a crack at it. Yeah, I just... <laughs> <laughs> just going for it. 
<laughs> Can I tell you, wait time surprisingly low. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tell him, can, you, can, you, can you call me back? Actually, I'm not done. pretty much. You're ruining the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Next question: Can anyone lend me a horse to get off with? Xavier. Yes, Xavier. I guess Lloyd. That is Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a promotion on Instagram. There was an advert that was like, "Send us a photograph of you kissing your horse." That, but didn't say kissing. It said horsey smooches. <laughs> I was trying to make it less repugnant. <laughs> 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 and then you would win, uh, um, like, horse treats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you get, like, sponsored adverts on Instagram and you're like, what, what, what is this? Why, why have they chosen me yeah. for this? <laughs> then I was like, can someone lend me a horse? Because I want to pass a horse <laughs> to purely to win these treats. Wait, are they treats for horses or treats made out of horses? <laughs> it's a question. <laughs> Do you know? Re- recently, recently in Ireland, there's a horse trainer who's got into a lot of trouble. Right, this has been in the news. I saw it on the BBC website, and his version of the story is a horse that he was looking after had died, and he was ringing someone to come and collect the body of the horse. And when he was ringing someone to collect the body of the horse, he absentmindedly sat down on the horse. And he's on the phone call, and one of his like fellow workers then was like, "Hey, mate, get off the horse!" And he sort of stood up and got off the horse. And then, so he's getting a lot of like opprobrium, like, "Oh, this is disrespectful." He was like sat on a dead horse and stuff. And then they f- put up the photo of what actually happened, <laughs> and he's <laughs> sat on top of a dead horse with a phone in one hand, giving like a peace sign. <laughs> <laughs> With a big cheesy grin on his face, like, hey, look, I'm sat on a dead horse. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not what it looks like. Yep. <laughs> now they've banned him from, like, looking after horses for a year. Yeah, that makes sense. No you horse c- treats for him. Yeah. Can't no do kisses. anything. Sorry? No smoochy kisses. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, getting off of a dead horse would just be, like, perverted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's wrong. It's got to yeah. be alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just cut yeah. all of my stuff out? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this my last gig ever? <laughs> <laughs> Next question. I would do anything for love, but I won't do scat. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd. Yes, Lloyd. Um, can I just clarify? Um, is it um, scat as in the type of um, wordless vocal jazz? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, we'll have to f- see or, who's or it, who it's about. Shitting <laughs> on someone. I'll say... Kirsty Weebeck. You are incorrect. That was Bella Green. (laughs) (laughs) I'm into it, Lloyd. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. I was known as the scat man. (laughs) Here he is. (laughs) I tweeted that, but the problem is people that have seen my show know that I have done that. Yeah. Um, But I've done it for money, so that's the disclaimer. I won't do it for love. (laughs) (laughs) It was interesting reading all the comments underneath his tweet. People go, I've seen your show. This is not true. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the things to be held accountable for. You shouldn't be be embarrassed about jazz. (laughs) (laughs) I've been hanging out at Savers too much. (laughs) And our last question for this round. I need to find a way to make money from my nose hairs. It feels like I have an endless supply of them. Lloyd. Yes, Lloyd. Xavier. Yes, you are correct, yes. (laughs) You were looking at me as well. You were tossing a coin. (laughs) That would have been a big risk. (laughs) On Mardi Gras weekend of all weekends. (laughs) At the end of the round, the scores are Bella Green on two points. Go for Bella, everyone. Kirsty Weeback, two points. Lloyd Langford, three points. And also on three points is Xavier Michalides. Yes. Oh, I'm going to win. I'm going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This round is called I'll Meet You Five Meters Left of the Sound Desk. Now, this round, it's all about music festivals. Remember them? 10,000 people shitting on sawdust in the summer? Oh. <laughs> Bring them back. Anyway. Great for scat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the horse stables. Bring all your, all your stuff together. Just don't forget to take the bins out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Got them all in. 
<laughs> this round, it focuses on an incident that Kirsty had at a very wet music festival. But what was the incident, and why does Kirsty still hate thinking about it? Right. Was it A? It was a three-day festival, and on the first night, someone had stolen the tent poles out of her tent. Her and the person she was at the festival with had to sleep in the flaccid tent. <laughs> <laughs> which, due to it just being on the ground, was saturated. The annoying thing was, though, it wasn't until the third day did they even consider sleeping in their car. <laughs> so that is A. B is Kirsty. Kirsty was on the top of a very wet hill when she leant on a wheelie bin. Before she knew it, the wheelie bin slid out from underneath her and pulled her down. In the struggle, the bin went on top of her and rode Kirsty to the bottom of the hill like a toboggan. <laughs> Her fall was broken by hitting another bunch of wheelie bins. <laughs> or C. The first night of the festival, Kirsty went to bed, but the smell of her shoes was annoying her. She placed her shoes out of her tent, only to wake up and discover they were no longer there. She only took one pair of shoes with her, so had to spend the next two days barefoot. By day three, she was legitimately concerned she would never get the feeling back in her toes. Now, one of these is true. You can ask her as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, she wants you to get it wrong, so she gets your point. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. Um, is it the bin one? <laughs> <laughs> is it the scat one? <laughs> it's the scat one. <laughs> I'm concerned. I just, I'm trying to get in my mind the physics of you bumping into a bin and like knocking it over. And then somehow being underneath the bin yeah. with the bin on top of you mm-hmm. sliding up. Like, do you slip? This is the bin. You slip. It goes up, behind, on. <laughs> then you go down with it. Okay. Um, Ali, is there any way we can put the stage on a slant? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah please. <laughs> we get that happening now. For we, the show, yeah, thanks. We need to tilt the stage up. For so an audio podcast, that would be really <laughs> handy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just 45 minutes of no talking and, right, yep, good. Wow, okay. That explains yeah. a lot. Yeah, that makes sense now. So, um, all right, so I don't know about anything about physics, but um, but the thing is that the bin's on wheels. Yeah. So <laughs> and it's pointing down the hill. Yeah. And so it's, it's like flat like that because, like, the bit with no wheels is, like, holding it. Yeah. Right. And then, and then you wouldn't fucking know anything about bins, mate. So don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's and hurt me to my very core. <laughs> <laughs> so I've leant on it like this on the handle, which has like tilted the front of it up. And then the uh, wheels have taken yeah. off. And because it's so slippery and wet, I've just gone whoop. Underneath. And then, and then I've become the bobsled and the bin is the rider and oh. we fucking won some races. Oh. <laughs> oh, cool runnings over there, that's yeah. right. <laughs> was there stuff in the bin or was the bin empty? No, you there was stuff in it. It wasn't full though. Have you ever been to a music festival where the bin wasn't full? Like this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yep. everyone was like, oh, we'll leave that bin be, actually. Yeah. <laughs> my, Let's my take our rubbish home with us today. <laughs> <laughs> be responsible. <laughs> Holding your shit all day. Like. Everything I've brought is biodegradable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just shred it up and throw it in the forest. <laughs> my, um, my friend went to a music festival once and, you know, it was one of those three-day events and I was chatting to him afterwards. I was like, what's the best thing you saw? Meaning, like, what was the best band you saw or whatever? And he goes, genuinely, the best thing I saw, there was a guy... To put like a robot in a wheelie bin, <laughs> <laughs> so the wheels like, and then he c- climbed up a tree in the festival with like a remote control, <laughs> and then he would wait until there was like someone like absolutely like spanned on drugs walk past, <laughs> 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 and then he would just follow them with a bin. <laughs> Like nudge into them and stuff, and then obviously oh. they'd be like, <laughs> and then he would like stop, <laughs> and then they would walk off, and he would follow them again. <laughs> and my friends said they were going to see some band, and they're like, "No, fuck, we'll watch." They watched it for like ninety minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that guy has a job at Woolies now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like robots that mop shit up. <laughs> and you guys thought we were out of bin material. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. We got back there. Yeah. <laughs> it's. <laughs> 
endless bin material. Any questions about the other two options? No. I do. Let's get back to the bins. I want to know what pair of shoes it was. Mm. Probably Adidas shoes, I'd say. Oh, you're just getting a bit of a sponsorship, are you? Pretty much. Oh. Pretty much. I'll run DMC over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> run DMC and cool runnings, all right, fair enough. I think as a fellow homosexual, I think there's no way you'd go to a music festival without a spare set of sandals. Yeah. Oh. This is my oh. theory. You'd turn on me on Mardi Gras weekend, <laughs> would you? <laughs> What was the other one? What was the other option? The tent poles got stolen, so they slept in a flaccid oh, yeah. tent for three nights. And then didn't realise you could sleep in the car. No, I reckon you would know to sleep in the car, Kirsty. I've been on tour with you. have met me. I've <laughs> met you. You're not like, well, I guess we're in the tent. Like, <laughs> you'd be like, but fuck, I hope it isn't the first one, because <laughs> then I thought too much of you. Um, <laughs> also, I like to do is to think of what Josh could come up with, because the other two that aren't the real ones are something that Josh wrote. And that's Ooh. the more fun game for oh. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always try and whatever is the horny one, I'm like, that's Josh's! Yeah. 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 There's always a horny story. I'm yeah. like, Josh, dude, yeah, come yeah. on. Or flaccid. Yeah, flaccid. Flaccid <laughs> tents. It's like flaccid reeks of jewel. What like, are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> I'm a librarian who does a show about cakes. I'm not horny. <laughs> I'm not a horny dude. Because I think even though the tent would be um, sort of on the flop, as it were, <laughs> <laughs> it would still retain its waterproof capacity. Like, oh, okay, no, I think not. A couple of tent experts in the crowd. No, 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 you're dreaming, mate. Have you ever camped, Lloyd? I've camped, yeah, and I, like, in what? In wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I know about fucking wet tents. <laughs> a motel's not camping, mate. <laughs> so, Lloyd, you've been camping. Yes. Do you play a bit of jazz while you're camping as well? <laughs> Sounds like a real good time. <laughs> no, because there's the campground and you're in there in the corner. Do 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 do. Let's go to another campground. This <laughs> stay away from the jazz dude. <laughs> there's normally some prick with an acoustic guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you've got a double bass, drums, <laughs> saxophone. Yeah, I I I drown them out with my euphonium. <laughs> <laughs> If I was camping next to Lloyd, I'd put a robot in a wheelie bin and mow him down. What do you think? Which is the horniest one, Xavier? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want it to be two because I can just visualise it happening. I can imagine Kirsty going, ah, like that, making it like a screaming noise. What do you well, think? it would be, you do it. You would be like a... Yeah, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't go down quietly. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to defend myself and then I was like, no, it's not credible. No. <laughs> not like... <laughs> Oh no! We'd be like, ah! Yeah, yeah, like, oh, I don't want to disturb anyone. Whoops! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the show, everyone. I've got to ruin the music. <laughs> so, Xavier's locking in B. Bella? I am also locking in B because I do think it was Horny Josh Earl that put the word flaccid in there. <laughs> <laughs> and Lloyd? I'll, I'll go um, the, the lost shoes then just to like. C? Yeah. Okay, the correct answer was B. So, uh, point yes. there for Xavier. <laughs> Point for Kirsty, point for Bella. I wish someone had filmed it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see I just play it. that for my festival show. I just <laughs> play the footage and just stand on the side of the stage. You could play that six times and you'd sell out, win an award. <laughs> like it would just be, I would go and watch that show every night. <laughs> They'd move me to town hall, main room. <laughs> play it in slow motion. Get dancers to recreate it. Yeah, yeah, get Lloyd playing jazz up the back. <laughs> 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 but were you, were you okay after you fell? Oh, I was horribly injured. Uh, oh. <laughs> I had to go home early. <laughs> I didn't go home early, but I seriously sprained my ankle oh. to the point where it wouldn't fit in my shoe. And so, like, my whole foot was just massive. And then, like, all up the leg was all black. Like, it was the worst. Oh. And I hobbled around. I, I didn't hobble, really. I just drank through it. And, <laughs> <laughs> And then when I came back to Melbourne, like, I couldn't walk properly on it for, like, four weeks. It was wow. really bad. Yeah. And it was two hours into the festival of five days. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty early, pretty early on. on. It was too early on for th that to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, so I don't take the bins out anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> In a different way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at the end of that round, the scores are everyone's on three points apart from Xavier, who's on four points. Yeah. Yay. 
no. I oh, know. Alright, this round is called Yeah, <laughs> Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel. If the thing is true, you'll say yeah. If things are lie, you'll say nah. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it incorrect, the person that the fact may or may not be about, they get your point. So you can ask them any questions you want. Bear in mind, they want you to get it wrong. So, to Kirsty, Bella was kicked out of Launceston for what she was told was the worst lesbian behaviour Launceston has ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this would be a question where you've got to guess who it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was about to say that's false because that was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? Um, we started a wet t-shirt competition in the one Irish pub in Launceston. Irish Murphys, that is. I lived there for five years. Oh. Uh, you lived in Irish it. Murphys. <laughs> <laughs> well, up the top in those sad rooms <laughs> where you share a bathroom with some old dudes. That's the Royal Oak. All oh, right, sorry. <laughs> but I have stayed there, yep. <laughs> There's nothing better than doing a gig at those places the next day having a shower with old dudes the nude. Oh. That's a great show, mate. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the height of my career right now. <laughs> That's also the worst named Irish pub I've ever heard. What? Irish Murphys. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even try it. Yeah. <laughs> We're just giving an Irish name like Irish Murphys or something. <laughs> Irish Murphys it is. <laughs> That'll do. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, so what was it? Worst lesbian behaviour ever in Launceston? That Launceston had ever seen. That Launceston had ever seen. All right. Um, I would say the worst lesbian behaviour would be heterosexual sex. <laughs> <laughs> You were some terrible lesbians. <laughs> it was dark. We got confused. <laughs> I guess Launceston just haven't watched it. That's why. <laughs> um, I feel nervous asking this, but what... <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What made it lesbian? Um, was I'll it be the judge. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was a bunch of lesbians pouring water all over each other, making out, taking off T-shirts. Oh, okay. So it, was it got a little out of control. And that's yeah, the worst right. I've seen. That sounds like good lesbian experiences. Like, uh oh, Holy Josh is back. <laughs> oh no! Here he is. Oh no! Sounds good, actually. I reckon yeah. I support it. You know, I didn't like, mean it like that. I meant the <laughs> truth. Yeah. Who they are? Uh, yeah, like how flaccid was the tent? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not very. <can> I? <laughs> Lesbians doing it. Can I ask lesbian, a question? Legit. Oh, please do. Who officiated it as the worst lesbian? <laughs> like, who told you that? <laughs> the mayor the came in. <laughs> the mayor? <laughs> the mayor? Oh, Wasn't no, like. No, no, no. <laughs> the, the mayor burst in. This is the worst lesbian behavior. <laughs> it was actually the captain of the other sporting team that we'd gone there to play. Oh, right. We got a very angry worded email the next day. Oh, it was sport. This is definitely true. <laughs> 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 It was a lesser sporting event, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what sport? Roller derby. Oh! Oh! So what do you think? Oh! Yeah, yeah. Is that or gay now? enough for you, Kirsty? <laughs> <laughs> Is it gay enough? You've lost the gay time. Yeah, Mardi Gras weekend. <laughs> All right, I'm going to. I'm going to say. I reckon that happened. You, Kirsty, are correct. That is a point oh! there, Kirsty. Know a true lesbian story when I hear one. We actually went down there to play this tournament over the weekend, and it finished up on the Sunday night. And for us, we were like, "Oh, we're on holiday. We're going to party. We're going to like get this really pumping at the Irish pub." Not realizing that the team that lived there were just having Sunday night and had to go to work the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like turning the front bar into this wet t-shirt competition, <laughs> making out with each other, very drunk. Didn't remember much of it until we got this very sternly worded email saying it was the worst lesbian behaviour that Launceston had ever seen <laughs> and that we were not invited back to play with them again. Bella, did you, did you ask what the best lesbian behaviour was? <laughs> I should have, obviously. Yeah. I, I know that bar and I know on Sundays they had a roast carvery, so I just imagine all these people <laughs> eating, eating a roast lamb to say, you get girls up there. All oh, right, fair enough. Okay. That was the vibe that we yeah. misinterpreted, yeah. yes. All right, so to Bella now. Xavier was once working on a cruise ship when he mistimed how long it would take to get back on board at one of the stops. When he got back to the dock, the commanding officer was furious and called Xavier in for a meeting. After yelling at him for about 10 minutes, the officer got a call and told Xavier to wait there 
until he got back. The officer didn't get back for seven hours and Zave waited the entire time. When he finally came back, he was shocked to see Xavier in his office and said, just don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and or nah? And then he told Zave it was the worst lesbian <laughs> behaviour <laughs> he'd ever seen on a ship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where were you? We are in uh, Sydney. So we were stopping in Sydney and it was getting new passengers before other passengers get went on, before we went on to, now to New Caledonia or somewhere like that. And how come you were late? Well, I hated the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't enjoying my time and was loving being on land and sort of went and saw a movie and then bought some books and then was at a cafe and then just sort of lost track of time. I was like, holy shit, and thought I wasn't that far, but I was much further away. And I got back to the ship and the normal entrance was closed. But there were some guys working on the ship who saw me and recognised me and like, just quick, get on the back way here. And I tried to sneak in, but then they saw me. The officer saw me, so, yeah. What did you do for your seven hours that you were entertaining yourself? I just sort of thought about how bad I was. <laughs> Started looking through his drawers a bit and uh, checking out things. And What movie did you go and see? I went and saw this a few years ago, so I think I went and saw it was like a Bond film. Cool Quantum running. of Solace, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was it good? No, I don't even like Bond films, but I'm I was happy to do anything else that's not on a cruise. Like yeah. who, who played Bond in that one? Um, Daniel Craig. <laughs> <laughs> now for, I feel like Stephen Curry in the castle. <laughs> <laughs> Jumanji and Twister. Um. <laughs> I reckon that's true. I'm going to go false. You're going to go false? Yeah, it's oh. the bond that fucked me up. Bella? Oh. Bella? seems very unenthused about it. You are correct. Yes, it is a false story. Yeah. Yes. Based on, a tr based on a true it's story. It's based though. on a true story. But what actually happened, though, is I was late and I just snuck in and no one ever knew. But then somehow the officer found out because I kept getting calls and people saying, you need to go talk to the head of your department. And I just kept ignoring my phone and I'd never answer it. Sometimes he'd call like two in the morning. I'd be lying in bed going, fuck off. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, you fucking. <laughs> I've been invited back. So, uh, yeah, cruise life is over for me. But for I, everyone, yeah, really. Everyone. So. <laughs> the worst cruise behaviour that Sydney has ever oh, Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also took my shirt off and got wet. And, um, no, kept it on and got wet. Fuck, I don't even know how they work. Um. <laughs> All right, to Xavier now. When Lloyd was in high school, he, mm -hmm. made a, he made a joke with his maths teacher where Lloyd told him to get out of the room. The teacher went insane, dragged Lloyd out into the corridor and started screaming at Lloyd and then offered to fight Lloyd in the car park after school. <laughs> Lloyd declined the offer. Yeah or nah? I don't know. You really stern face as the story was told. <laughs> like you're trying to hide. You didn't want to show the emotion because it happened and it affected you. I mean, it's a teacher. It's, you know, a superior trying to fight you. And it would have been all with Welsh accents, so really funny. Um, <laughs> get out of the room. I'm going to fight you. I can't do it. But, um... <laughs> I Don't you fight in the car park? <laughs> no, I don't. I forgot to say I was taught by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of testosterone, just generally. Was this uh, primary or high school, whatever they call it in Wales? Was it Little Dragons or Big Dragons? I find that offensive. <laughs> it's uh, lizards or geckos. <laughs> Uh, this was high school. I was going to say, if it's primary school, that is that is some teacher. <laughs> I would fight you in the car park, 12-year-old. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> I used to have a maths lesson in a room. Uh, it was another maths teacher's room. And he would uh, occasionally, in the middle of a lesson, just come in and get something. That was accepted. Mm -hmm. And he came in halfway through one lesson. I was sat at the back of the room with my friend uh, Christopher Brady. <laughs> and <laughs> he came in the room and I just went, Get out. <laughs> and everyone laughed. And then he was like, I need to see you outside. And he took me out into the corridor and then he, he d went ape shit. And he was like, he was like, um, up until 20 past three, which is the time school shuts in Wales, uh, <laughs> I have a responsibility to you as a teacher. But after that time, like all bets are off. <laughs> I can punch you. So I think we should meet in the car park after school today. And we should just fight it out. And I was like, no. <laughs> because I, I'm a child. And you are a maths teacher. And he, he was screaming at me for like 20 minutes. And eventually, m the drama teacher 
in a different class had to come out and sort of get in between us <laughs> and say to him... Space jump. <laughs> <laughs> she had to sort of say to him, uh, I think this is a bad idea. <laughs> this sort of hand-to-hand combat. Was this teacher ever known to punch on with anybody else? Uh, no. F- f- surprisingly enough, most of the teachers in my school were known for having sex with the pupils. <laughs> this kind of violence was a, uh, was it really? Was that, t- that was a that was a nice break? <laughs> <laughs> cut that out! Cut it out! I didn't know you. Were, I didn't know you'd get cancelled today. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what a bonus! Well, I <laughs> Some of the Michael Jackson impression doesn't seem that bad anymore. Um. No, it, it was an impression of um, Jar Jar Binks. That's right. Well, Michael Jackson doing... J- am I just digging oh, a yeah. hole? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lloyd, who would have won? If, like, if, you, if you'd done the fight, who would have won? Is it, were you chickening out because he, he was a unit? Well, I was like 14. Yeah. So no, but he- heaps of 14-year-olds would love the opportunity to... Yeah, I reckon a 14-year-old yeah, could beat just, me up. Yeah, just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd love the opportunity to punch on with Jill. Yeah. <laughs> this is for all your horny stories. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that because he was, show- he was shouting at me in the corridor for so long and my next lesson was art and I arrived at the art lesson like 20 minutes late and my art teacher was like, and I was shaking, like I was like, like, mm. like adrenaline like pumping through me and my art teacher was like, Why, where have you been? Like you're 20 minutes late. And I was like, oh, um, Mr. Jenkins was trying to fight me in the car park. <laughs> <laughs> and my art teacher was like, oh, fair enough. All right. <laughs> and it really fucked your painting. Yeah. <laughs> he was I all over the lines. <laughs> I always love that insight until you realise the teachers also hate the other teachers yeah. as well. We go, oh, yeah, yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's true. I'm going to say, yeah. You are correct. That is a true story. Oh, yeah. 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 That doesn't stop you being cancelled. No, true, true. Don't forget what I said, everyone. <laughs> I'm a bad person. <laughs> did, did anyone here on stage have the cane at their school? We had the cane. Really? Yeah, with, with, with like the last year. And this is the sto- The rumour is what the last guy at Parkins High School who ever got the cane, his name was Michael, I won't say his full name, but the rumour was that the principal, who was a small man, would jump off a chair and cane. Like, Whoa. Which I always wow. thought that is not, that's not good enough because, you know, you're going to lose momentum because you can't swing and you need the, to be on the ground to be wow. able to get a real like, action. Anyway, where's fun? More physics, More yeah, physics. exactly. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, Michael, because you meant to do it on the back of your hand, he turned his hand around, caught it, grabbed it, and broke it over his leg, and then walked out. And that was the rumor. He was like in year ten when I was year seven. That was the rumor. Don't mess with Michael. That's like an origin story. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that was the last ever ever, ever caning at. Uh, yeah. I reckon Michael would have creamed Mr. Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> in, actually, in my primary school, there, there was a boy in my school who, in my class, who was incredibly intelligent and, like, subsequently bored a lot of the time and like very naughty. And we were, this was maybe, we were like eight or nine years old, and he would always like mess around and cause trouble. And on the final day of school, the teacher was like, we're allowed to go out into the um, like garden outside the classroom and play football against each other. And this boy, who I won't name, was still being incredibly naughty and like refusing to play football. So the teacher tied him to a tree. <laughs> Whoa! And he was one of the goalposts. <laughs> <laughs> for Whale the entirety of the game. <laughs> Whale sounds loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything oh goes. God. There's martial law in the schools there. Yeah. So next time I ask you on the show, stories like that, when I say... <laughs> 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 All right, now to Lloyd. During a gig in a tent, Kirsty once had a man dressed as a cowboy burst into the tent and point a bow and arrow at her. Everyone in the crowd was off their heads and very earnestly started yelling at the cowboy, don't shoot a man, let her finish her set. <laughs> Eventually the guy left and Kirsty still wasn't sure if it was a real bow and arrow or not. Yeah or nah? So we I, d- I we're just pegged a fucking wheelie bin at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining you just <laughs> fell off the wheelie bin into the set. You're like, oh, okay. Like, no! <laughs> Was this uh, this was like in a festival or something? Yeah, yeah, like a doof, right. a big doof that will remain nameless. And Earthcore. I mean, 
<laughs> you think he was... He was Don't you besmirch the name of Earth, Augusty. <laughs> It's held in such high esteem. So, yes, <laughs> please don't. The wonderful Earthcore, which we all respect. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think he? W- it was like a, a a response to something you were doing. Like he he wasn't happy with a joke or whatever, or he was just some like random. Yeah, I think it was more a response to whatever chemicals he'd put into his body. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like dressed up. Because it was a dwarf and yeah. w- w- dressed down. Like, he was pretty much nude. And uh, he had some kind of headdress on, which I'm sure he wasn't allowed to be wearing. Um, <laughs> I've cancelled him, don't worry. And uh <laughs> Hang on, it was cultural appropriation. Yeah. Yeah. The guy with the weapons getting cancelled for his hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, now the bow and arrow is fine, yeah. but that hat... <laughs> that has got to go. He, he did burst in and then... And I was, like, up there... Like struggling because like everyone was cooked. Like there mm. were loads of people in there, and they were all just they were on bean bags, so they were all they were just that with dead dead eyes, just going. <laughs> but, sorry, this is oh, this on. is audio, so sorry. they were just chewing their own faces off. Can I, can I, so you're saying a gig at in, at a music festival in a tent yeah, with people on drugs in bean bags didn't go well? <laughs> what <do you> mean? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds perfect. <laughs> I, w- I would have embraced that arrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have ru- if he Please. fired the arrow. I would have run towards yeah. it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ridden your wheelie bin towards it. Take me down. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So that is so, and, and so what happened was I was like, oh no, and like pretty much like that because I was, qu- uh, yeah, I, I think I was embracing it a bit as well. So I was like, oh no, oh please don't shoot me, and then. All the people that were just like here gurning and just like, you know, stroking each other and whatever, they all just like really slowly started to turn around and then they saw him and they were, they were just like, oh, no, nah, man. <laughs> oh, bro, no, nah, don't shoot a bro. Come on, man. Like literally like that, but in rounds. And this was like <laughs> so this whole tent's just doing that so apathetic and then after a bit, like for too long, like he was just like, like for way too long and I was like oh and <laughs> no nah, man and then eventually he just went out through the back of the tent and the best thing about the story is that always people love asking you what your worst heckle story is and I I always forget about that and I'm like oh I've never really been heckled <laughs> <laughs> and I've arguably got the best heckle story ever you blocked it out yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. but it I guess it's harrowing. only a heckle if he shot the arrow that's that was just yeah. like a setup. He went, that's the yeah, that, yeah, yeah. People are like, that's not good enough. That was just a threat. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, come on, but it's just yeah. a threat. Yeah, oh, where? Someone's got a crossbow. Where? Whatever. <laughs> I was, this, this might ruin a. a no, it won't. A, okay. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. <laughs> Is this about Bin Day? <laughs> <laughs> when I started off gigging in London, there was a, a gig, a free entry gig in like a basement. Um, like North London somewhere and I, I was a very new comedian doing like a 10 minute open spot and this guy kind of came down the stairs at the back of the room sort of halfway through my set and I started like making fun of him just generally like oh where have you been and all that and like it was I wasn't harsh to him or anything and he was like stop talking to me bro I was I'm gonna shoot you <laughs> and I was like I very much doubt that and then he lifted his shirt up and he had a, a gun. <laughs> Were you going to call it a piece? <laughs> <laughs> he had like a pistol like tucked into the waistband of his jeans. And I was like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to the All jokes. right, I'm going to say that's true, Lloyd. So what do you think, Lloyd? Do you think Kirsty's story is true? Yes, undoubtedly. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Lloyd, yes. Very good stuff. <laughs> At the end of the round, the scores are everyone on four points apart from Xavier, who's on five points. Oh, oh no! Boom. But luckily, he's already been cancelled. True. Three points don't count. <laughs> Winning but cancelled. <laughs> I'd rather be losing and not cancelled. <laughs> All right, this is the final round. Final round of the season. Here we go. This round is called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions at you four. If you know who it is, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you're right. Point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. Can't buzz in for your own, Lloyd. First question. <laughs> question one. Who here would love to play a corpse in a TV or a movie? Kirsty. Yes, Kirsty. Zave. No, it was Lloyd. Lloyd would love to play a corpse. Lloyd. 
<laughs> she said, Lloyd. <laughs> that I changed my mind. It's Mardi Gras weekend. Yeah, come on. <laughs> how, how long do you reckon you could lay still without, like, looking like you're breathing for? Oh, I don't know, like 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be a quick take. Yeah, yeah. in what a movie. What a great like detective show. He's dead anyway. Moving on. Um, <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. Okay, he'll move. He'll move. Not a play, like a movie, because there's like yeah. multiple takes. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes longer than fifteen seconds. Like I know. I I, I said that for comedic effect. Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I oh, it was a joke. It was a joke. All right. I'm taking this pretty seriously, guys. Like. Not here for the jokes. <laughs> All right, next question. Who once got lost in a forest looking for glowworms? Lloyd. Uh, I heard Bella. Kirsty. No, that was Xavier Michaelini. Yeah. Oh, that seemed like me. <laughs> <laughs> we went together doing looking yeah. for glowworms. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no to- notoriously difficult to see in the dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> We maybe went to the wrong forest, <laughs> all right? Like, it was my family and I, and and we'd left... So how, how old are you in this story? It was only a few years ago. Okay. <laughs> this is an adult family of adults and older people, and we left as the sun set, looking for glowworms, and the sun set, and we couldn't see shit, and we thought that the forest would light up as soon as the glowworms appeared, but they never fucking appeared. And then we got lost because it was a circular track, but with, like, little shortcuts. But that made it worse because we kept going, oh, we'll just go back this way and then go back around that way. And, yeah, we never saw glowworms. How much does it cost to get airlifted to safety? <laughs> um, it's two grand, so <laughs> worth every penny. Next question. Whose middle name is apparently that name because it's the name of a person that one of their parents was having an affair with? Kirsty. Yes, Kirsty. Bella. Yes, you are correct. It was Bella, yes. My parents had a very not pleasant divorce. And, yeah, I have three middle names and my mum always says... Amelia is your dad's grandmother, and May is your dad's mother, and Sarah is some girl he was fucking at the office. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Oh my god. It's probably true, my dad was a bit of a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) We better keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Can we cancel your dad? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) He's the real bad one, not me! Think about him! (laughs) We can cancel you both. Oh, damn it! (laughs) Because my middle name's David Boone. I'm just putting two and two together now. So that's <laughs> yeah. Olivia Newton-John yeah. over here. <laughs> Question four. Who only got their first ever show bag last year? Kirsty. Yes, Kirsty. Lloyd. Yes, you are correct. It was Lloyd, yeah. What did you get, Lloyd? Fire. What, what was your show bag? I got uh, Turkish Delight and then a lot of grief. Because <laughs> 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 you didn't get Birdie Beetle, that's why. Birdie Beetles were fucking sold out. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, rightly so. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get there earlier, mate. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't understand that because the show didn't happen. I thought there wouldn't be show bags, and then I was like, "You can just get them online." This is yeah. the saddest story that's ever been <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Josh is like, have you got some interesting stories? <laughs> um, yeah, can we go back to show bag one? I love this Online. one. I'm also a big fan of Turkish Delight. I thought you made the right decision. Thank you. <laughs> you also you, you also got a caramel and koala bag, which yeah, is yeah, caramel the best and koala decision. and crunchy as well. So I, okay. I got I got free bags. Yeah, but right. he said Turkish Delight for comedic effect. Yeah, Josh. Right. <laughs> He's trying to be funny. He's so. a comedian, Josh. Josh All right, next on. question. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Who tried to get their friends to stop smoking inside by putting dead crustaceans in the place? Xavier. Yes, Xavier. I'm going to say Kirsty. You are correct, Xavier. That was Kirsty, yeah. That was, that was actually on Roadshow. It was Xavier. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> I, I we were sharing a room together and I love puffing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then you threw crustaceans at me. And, and he quit. I it's quit. amazing. It worked. All right. Next question. <laughs> Who here is obsessed with the TV show Restoration Australia? Bella. Yes, Bella. Lloyd? You are correct, Bella. Yes, it is Lloyd, yes. And me. Knew it. I've and me. Could have been any of us, really. I mean, I love it. I did a gig in Ballarat and ended up talking my way into one of the houses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I, was was in, I was in the house for like two hours. <laughs> awesome. Let me not tell the whole story, because at first he said, let's go to the house. He said, no, no, that'll be weird. Let's have coffee first. Yeah. And then and he was <laughs> like, no, come and have coffee in my house. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, I, obviously everyone who contacts the guy 
wants to look around his house. And so you don't want to be that person. No, no. I like you for you, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm not just here yeah. for the house. I want to find out who you are. Yeah. Like, I, w- I want to come around and give you a show bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was just like, stop, stop fucking about. Yeah. I'm showing you the house. <laughs> you played him. <laughs> Lovely house. <laughs> Question seven. Who here is absolutely terrified of spiders? Xavier. Lloyd. Yes, Xavier. Bella. No, it's Kirsty Weeback. Point oh, off, Xavier. Dang I, I, it. Uh, yeah, I seem tough. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Terrified. All right, question eight. <laughs> Who accidentally destroyed another student's toothpick bridge, but they acted like they did it on purpose for the clout? Lloyd. Yes, Lloyd. Xavier. No, that was Bella. Point <gasps> off, Lloyd. There. Yeah. Whoa. Got kicked out of the year six gifted and talented program for that one. <laughs> wow. So that was, it was, the, it was, that was the worst behaviour they've ever seen in the yeah. talented <laughs> program. <laughs> but it was an accident. But you were like, yeah, I, yeah, I did it on purpose. This kid was like, you did that on purpose. And I got hauled into the office and I thought, this is my way out of gifted and talented that my mum wouldn't let me quit. So I copped to it. Which ironically is the most gifted and talented thing you've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Burn. How do, you, how do you accidentally destroy a toothpick bridge? Uh, you knock it off with an elbow. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I did do it on purpose. <laughs> You'll never know. All right, next question. Who once did a show about Disney but never checked with the Disney estate to see if they could actually do it? Lloyd. Yes, Lloyd. I'm going to say Xavier again. You are correct. Yes, it was Xavier. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I um, met someone at a party and found out they worked for Disney uh, Australia, like the actual law firm that t- takes care of things. And I was like, oh, I did a show about Disney once. Was Did you guys know about that? It's like, yeah, we did, but... We realised you weren't making that much money, so who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, it was a small theatre, bro. Who gives a fuck? We're like, no, stop doing this. Like, yeah. We saw your ticket sales. Yeah, we saw your ticket sales. We Let hacked in and we saw who gives a <laughs> shit. Right. Yeah. He needs this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let him commit a crime. And our last question for the game. Who did a year of paramedicine before dropping out because it wasn't gory enough? Xavier. Yes, Xavier. Isabella? You are correct, Xavier. Whoa! And with that, Xavier, you are the winner of the game as well. Oh! I did it. But, but. Oh, yeah, all right, go on. But you can't, yeah, it, it can be, but you can't win the game if you've been cancelled. So who's <laughs> the real winner? All right, so we'll go through the scores. <laughs> We're not cutting that bit out, are we? Because we've said cancelled like 50 times. (laughs) I'll leave a beep and people will definitely come to the next live show because of it. Yeah, yeah. smart. Thank you. All right. The scores at the end of the game. Lloyd Langford on four points. Go for Lloyd. Bella Green also on four points. Kirsty Wiebeck on five points. The true winner. But our winner of six points is Xavier Michaelides. I'm gonna I'm gonna issue a press release later today saying he's not really cancelled. Xavier, because you win, there you go. Twenty dollars oh. for Xavier, everyone. Amazing. <laughs> if you give me twenty bucks, I'll do the press release. Alright, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Xavier, also because you win, you get to plug whatever you want to plug first. Uh, I got a web series coming out soon. I can't say when it's coming out, but it's called Hug the Sun. Ben Russell and I are in it, and uh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be real good. And it's about a, a, a fake religion. It's a kids show based on a fake religion. It's called Hug the Sun. Um, it's going to be real weird, so come check yeah, it out. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Great. It'll be very funny. Bella Green, where can people find you? Um, I've got a Melbourne International Comedy Fest show coming up called Bella Green is Charging for It. It's everything you didn't know you wanted to know about working in the adult industry. And I've also got my memoir, Happy Endings, coming out on June 29th. Yay. Awesome. Right. Kirsty, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, I'm all over the internet, Kirsty Wiebeck. I've got a Melbourne International Comedy Festival show coming up here um, for the last two weeks of festival, 6, 10 p.m. Can't wait to see you all there. I've got a podcast called The Best as well. Great. Yeah, thank you. Thank and Mr. Langford, where where can people find you? Uh, I would like to plug um, pink grapefruits. <laughs> I, I think it's a very underrated fruit and really good, uh, like a pick me up in the morning. <laughs> also, you can see Lloyd doing show jazzed, <laughs> jazzed at the comedy. Fuck festival. off! <laughs> it's half a pink grapefruit, a bit of sugar on there with a boiled egg. On the grapefruit? Oh. No, uh, the like boiled eggs the like side. separate. Like. That's nah. fucked. Nah. That is a shit breakfast. <laughs> nah, Lloyd, this is shit house. That's Back fucked, off. dude. <laughs> Plug the house in balance. Is it a good fruit if you have to put sugar on it, though? Nah. nah. Just a little bit of sugar on top of nah. the grapefruit. I mean, nah. depending on this, have a, have a nibble on one of the segments. I would have stuck with just plugging jazzed, mate, if I was <laughs> you. <like. laughs> <laughs> this is really backfired. <laughs> no, you got jazz and you've got uh, Business with Pleasure in the Comedy Festival. 
Yeah. But you really want to talk about the talk about the grapefruit? I can see it it's in your eyes. It's always really weird when you have to like pl- uh, plug yourself at the. I, d- I don't. Well, I did it for you. What I are you talking about? I, d- I don't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you give it for all the guests one more time? <laughs> you guys can leave now if you want. You, you don't have to. You can though if you want. Hey, thank you everyone for coming out, uh, especially those who came to all four of the shows. Uh, you guys are amazing. Go for Ali on sound over there and lights. Rebecca here as well. Kyra and all the staff here at Comedy Public. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.